0: Princeton's winning tradition in women's sports dates back to the earliest days of coeducation. Some of the pioneering women in those early classes came to college with impressive athletic resumes. But for three-sport athlete Carol Brown, class of 75, it was all new.
1: I was not an athlete before I came to Princeton. I, I went to high school in Illinois. There was a state law in Illinois that there were no girls sports in the in the public schools it wasn't just that there were many or it wasn't supported there was a state law that there couldn't be so I'd done nothing I was a musician played in the band the orchestra sang I mean that's how I did with my energy and my time i swam swum on local summer swim club teams that was it and came here and it's like well what's new and different and something to try and um, there were only three women's sports, field hockey, tennis, and crew. And the field hockey and tennis players had all been nationally recruited. Nobody had ever rowed before, so there were signs up, come try it. I uh, found my way to the boathouse and um, rode all four years and rode for almost 10 years after I graduated and multiple Olympic teams. So it was that shaped my whole experience here um, and i didn't have any expectations the woman who started it was a upper class transfer from smith Um, hadn't been an athlete before but she tried rowing at smith loved it she transferred here as a junior she's a classics major she's now a professor in california Um, you know more like coxswain size than a rower size but she loved the sport and She had already started beating her way into the boathouse when the rest of us arrived and sort of gave some support. Um, So none of us had had been serious athletes. None of us knew what we were getting into. It was just, it was outside. It was different. You immediately had this bonding of just because of the challenges and because we weren't allowed in the boathouse when the men were around. I mean, immediately, yes, you're invited to join the crew team, but... No, you're not allowed to use the bathroom at the boathouse. You're not allowed to be seen when the men are around. You can only row from 5 to 7 in the morning. The coach is a volunteer. We have bake sales to buy him a raincoat and a megaphone because the university didn't even provide that. So there was, I think it attracted this group of us that were just, that loved doing something new, knew we were blazing ground, but the team had this incredible um, sense of team that you get from any of the sports, but we were, had a, a special because of the, all the trials and tribulations. I also, I didn't have to fight as hard, but I, I pushed and started the women's swim team and was captain of the swim team for three years. I actually then played ice hockey my senior year, so I did three, and I sang in the Glee Club. And I did graduate and go to class. Princeton missed the boat on being prepared for the female athletes. They did such a fabulous job of in the academic field and the faculty were ready to embrace us, um, but they hadn't done their homework or weren't willing to take on the entrenched men's coaches um, where adding the women meant we were encroaching on their territory or their time or their resources Um, So it was a completely different experience being one of the first female athletes versus being a female student. You know, they, they, they should have seen this because the kind of women who were going to come wanted access and deserved access to everything. Not, oh, we're going to let you into Princeton and you get access to all the great faculty and academics now and then you're going to gradually get access. It was like, you know, we want the whole menu and we want it now and um, we got it. I mean, we were sort of labeled the, the, the battles that we had um, at the boathouse were fairly visible on campus, particularly among all the other women, even if they weren't rowing. Um, I mean, and the women's athletics grew so quickly. And the women athletes were sort of a cohort, um, and most of the men were supportive of us. So the battle was not, you know, like the alums that were writing into the PAW every mo- every week saying, "Oh, there are women in my dorm, and women here, and it's ruining the university." The men on campus, for the most part, were supportive of us being athletes, um, but. The, the rowing schedule and the limitations and everything meant we were always the last in the dining hall. We didn't have time to change, so we'd come up from the boathouse wet and dripping cold and sweaty in our sweats and sit in a corner of the dining hall. Cause, so we were very obvious. People knew, oh, that's the rowers. Um, and. Quite a few of the women on the rowing team were also battling for and started the women's basketball team, but they weren't allowed to play in Jadwin because there weren't any bathrooms they could use in Jadwin. And a couple of them wanted to play lightweight football. I mean, we were all um, definitely a cohort of active women that wanted to be athletes here and certainly identified with being the pioneers in the athletic arena. Summer after junior year, I made the national team with a woman from Princeton. We raced in the nationals in a pair. A total, uh, you know, a totally unexpected success. I had a job leading bike trips in Switzerland, and even after we won the nationals, which put us on the national team to go to Europe and race in the world championships, I tried to not go and to let them take someone else to go with Janet and Roe. I mean, that's how I still didn't have a perspective on what this meant and even then I really wasn't thinking about trying out for the Olympics even though 1976, so a year after I graduated, was the first time women's rowing was on the Olympic program. I hadn't really thought, well, who, who's going to make that team? They're, they're not women who've been rowing for 10 years and five years out of college like there are now. It's going to be, It's going to be us.
0: Brown made the U.S. team for the 1976 Montreal Olympics, and then she made history, becoming the first Princeton woman to earn a medal, a silver in the women's eight.
1: I still race once a year at the head of the Charles with national team teammates in the old ladies' boat, but we still can get in the boat and row three miles and do well and get back out. Fortunately, the boats have gotten lighter. They're not the big, heavy... Water soaked wooden boats that we had. So, as we've aged, the equipment's aged with us.
0: Our thanks to Carol Brown for sharing her story. Brett Tomlinson produced this episode. The music is licensed from First Com Music. We'll be recording oral history interviews with alumni at reunions in May. If you have a story to share, send an email to pawprinceton.edu. That's P A W at Princeton. .edu.